gods of the theater, smile on us. You who sit up there, stern in judgment, smile on us. You who look down on actors. And who doesn't? Bless this yearly festival and smile on us. We offer you song and dance. Welcome to Thespis in the Green Room. It's Bruce and Melanie here. Hello, hello. <laughs> Season two, episode three. Yes. <laughs> A third has finally arrived. There you go. <laughs> nice to be here. It's nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we say here, people are going, where, where, where are you here? Where are you? I'm really meaning it's nice to be here with you and, yeah. and you know, chit-chatting and back doing the show because we've had a little bit of a hiatus. So this is kind of nice to yes. get together and catch up, of course. And today we're coming from the lobby of the theater at the beautiful Chapman Cultural Center in downtown Spartanburg, which is, it's really a great little space. It is. It's yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I had the privilege of a couple shows here, and you know, it's just it's always come to watch shows here. It's it's just great. It's a mm. beautiful little space. It is. Yeah. Somebody described it once as a as a mini Lincoln Center. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and it does kind of have that feel on the outside, even a little bit in the inside, I guess, and and how it's set up. But yeah, it has that. It definitely has yeah. definitely has that look. So those three buildings making up the campus, right. And the way they're positioned. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's kind of Lincoln Center esque. Yeah, very nice. And today we're going to steal a few moments with Asha Daniels, mm. who is directing um, at the Spartanburg Little Theater, uh, Terms of Endearment. Yes. Yeah. I know they're in their, their tech week this week, so it's been a yeah. been a feat kind of getting that organized because as you get closer, as you know, it's always hard to fit anything in. There's no, no time. <laughs> There's no, no time. time. But we did, we did manage to nail down a few minutes, so we're going to chat with her. Yeah, and a little bit about Asha. So Asha is making her directorial debut here at Spartanburg Little Theater. She was previously seen on stage here in Hairspray. That was back in 2014. She was mm -hmm. Dynamite, so she does some singing, too. Yes, she does. And recently, she directed the Spartanburg Youth Theater's Miss Nelson is Missing. She holds a bachelor's in communications with a theater focus from the University of South Carolina Upstate. Asha spent the last four years living in Atlanta, Georgia, where she completed the Horizon Theater Company's 2015 to 2016 acting apprenticeship program. Yes. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. But now she's back. She's back in the upstate. She's back here. And she's fully engaged in our thriving theater community in the upstate. Yes, and we have a lot going on. Yeah, so. we absolutely do. Absolutely do. I know Atlanta was very exciting for her, and she, learned, bet, she yeah. learned a lot. But it's also, you know, it's a big city. Yeah. So there's all that craziness that goes with We're being the big city. in right. the big city. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, it's nice she can bring what she's experienced and learned and, and uh, the skills that she's honed, mm -hmm. bring them back here and mm -hmm. share them with us. Yeah, we're excited to have mm -hmm. her back. Absolutely. I'm very excited. So, Bruce, so why don't we just get right into it? You got it. Sounds good. Welcome to the green room. Yay! Yeah. 
tonight today it's really kind of a blue room but you know, <laughs> we say the green room because that's what the show is called you know but uh but anyway, welcome. It's so nice to sit down and chat with you. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in theater. You remember your first show? Ooh, my first show. I You said ooh. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about like first grade, second grade. I've been in a lot of like uh, chorus productions. I know for sure I was in Three Little Pigs. <laughs> um, As a pig, I think I was Mama Pig. Okay. <laughs> I was good. That's a like sound, just so that you know. Okay. All right, anyway, go um, But I would probably say my first production that I remember vividly was in eighth grade. I was the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Right. And what a great role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the moment that I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is exactly mm-hmm. where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. There is definitely that bite that mm-hmm. happens when you, when you know, when, mm-hmm. you, know, when you experience yeah. a role or just a, a part in a show or just a, any kind of aspect of theater. I think when you go, this, this feels so, yeah. so right. Yeah. 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 So it was the scarecrow in the, the wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was the next question. Kind of was was when did you decide this was the profession for you? But maybe that was then. Maybe it was a different time. Tell us when you kind of decided. Hey, maybe I'd like to do this for for the rest of my life. So <laughs> I think that kind of came in stages because I think it was eighth grade when I was like, oh, this is what I love. This is what I love to do. I love this feeling that I'm having but I didn't know how to articulate that. And so mm-hmm. from that in eighth grade was like, I just want to be famous. And so all through high school, that was it. I just wanted to be famous. I wasn't going to college. I was going to finish high school and go straight to LA. Um, and my mom and dad weren't having that. So I think I had to go to college as my, I have a family full of educators. And so that was not an option. Mm -hmm. And I guess for my dad, my dad's main thing is um, you just need, I just want to know your plan. Like if you're not going to go to college, what are you, yeah, what are you going to do? And I only knew how to say, I just want to be famous and go to LA, (laughs) you know, like that's, and I just figured it was, yeah, I was going to get there. And he's like, what are you going to do for money? I mean, I'll find a job. No, 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 no. You need to already have a job. You need to already have money going into that. So anyway, so I stayed here and went to USC Upstate in Spartanburg. Mm-hmm. Right. And I um, got into theater, got into the first show my freshman year, and it was Amadeus. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. um, another great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. And then I think from then, just taking classes and learning a little bit more really about the craft is when then I started to like melt into it Mm -hmm. Um, and then discover, okay, this is where I want to be. This is the path that I want to take and was then able to articulate to my dad that this is what I want to do. And now the goal is no longer to be famous. Mm -hmm. Like I have no desire really to be famous, you know, it's horrible. It looks horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I just like, it looks miserable. Like I have no (laughs) desire. But it is just about doing what I love to do and how it makes me feel and making money doing it, you know, Mm -hmm. just being able to pay my bills and, you know, not have to feel like I'm going to work all the time. Mm -hmm. So you talked about being in a show. You're on the different end of things in this production. So you're not on stage. So tell us a little bit about when you started feeling like 
I want to direct. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of the other end of things. I think that was also in college, just taking different classes. I had to take some intro to directing um, and stage management, just production side classes, focus classes. And I think uh, maybe I did a student student production that another student wrote i can't remember exactly now it's been a long time um, so, <laughs> yeah you're but, so old <laughs> <I know. laughs> um but yeah so i had to direct for one of my classes right. and it was really hard and i didn't like it at all mm-hmm. when i first did it like it just i felt and like i think it was more just intimidation when i got in there that um because i was an actor first right i felt like i just wanted to be acting and so i didn't know how to tell them I didn't know how to direct them. Right. I just knew mm-hmm. how to say, this is how that line should be said. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. I'm, that's, that. yeah exactly. <laughs> People hated me. Yeah. <laughs> they hated me. But that's, that's not a good way to go about it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think some people do make that mistake when they get into directing. They think, oh, well, this is, I'll just make these people my puppets. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not directing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. I had to, I just had to learn that. I had to learn how to just be a director. And I've now learned that I'm an actor's director, which is good. And that's um, always a great thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I think actors appreciate it and I appreciate it when I am on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's important, not a must, but I do think it's important for directors to have been on the acting side at mm-hmm. least once so that you know what it's like, what it feels like, what the thought, the thoughts that go through your head when you're reading a script and analyzing and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I kind of lost my train of thought, but, um, but well, I was kind of, I'll bring you back. Okay. I was saying, when did you kind of, cause you know, you told me that, okay. that you didn't like the acting or the okay, directing yeah. side of it. So when did you fall in love with that? So when I graduated college, I got a job directing at Upstate. And I directed Six Degrees of Separation mm-hmm. um, because it turns out like I've, I had direct, in college, I ended up directing a couple of shows and I was actually eventually I ended up being a pretty good director. And so they invited me back to do Six Degrees. And so when I was there, just that whole process going back to upstate where I felt like it all began and I was directing my peers. I think that helped me a lot. So it was a little bit less intimidation. Um, and some of them were my friends, you know what I mean? So we had like a different kind of communication. I think that was when, and I, and I had like a, um, not like a real connection to the show, but I, I just, I, I knew the story and I was intrigued by the story. And so I think that also helped, but I think that was the moment at six degrees is when I was like, okay, I think this is kind of where, where I want my path to start to lead. Mm -hmm. And I also kind of started to realize that um, directing might be where the money is, you know, (laughs) you know, like, you know, just honestly thinking about like future at that moment, because I was like 24. And I still did, though, I didn't want to just be famous. I knew that this was what I wanted to do. And um, I knew the acting, like acting roles were not going to come, 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 you know, just back to back to back. And so, yeah, so I just, um, after six degrees, I just kind of pursued directing after Mm -hmm. that, and started to get more more jobs of directing and then here I am. Mm -hmm. All right. Excellent. Very good. So now you've acted and you stage managed and you've directed all over the upstate. And we, of course, we've gotten, you know, we've got a bit of a history because we work together at center stage. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. And you've graduated from University of South Carolina Upstate with a communications degree focused on theater. So you've directed now the Spartanburg Youth Theater and now the Spartanburg Little Theater. And you spent four years in Atlanta completing an apprenticeship program with Horizon Theater Company. Mm -hmm. So, 
from all of that, because there's a lot in there, mm-hmm. what do you consider your career highlights so far? I think one of them is directing Six Degrees of Separation at Upstate, just being able to go back. It gave me a little bit of confidence leaving college because when I graduated, I had no idea what was next and what I was going to do. And so it gave me just some confidence that like this might be what I can do. You know, the fact that they invited me back and they That's knew my nice, work. It's always nice to be invited, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. You don't have to go and ask or right. beg or anything. Yep. So yeah, so I, I think that was that was probably a highlight. And and then also like for the other students that were there, they knew me and to be able to see me graduate and then come back mm-hmm. as a director, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of gave them a little push. And then um I actually did, I worked backstage, but I, here at the Spartanburg Little Theater was years ago, maybe like 15 years ago, Debbie Allen came and did the Brothers Debbie of the Allen? Night. The Debbie, Debbie Allen. Allen. Wow. She's still on my resume. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, so she came and did um, Brothers of the Night here and I was just ASM but just to be able to be in her presence and she's like brilliant just sitting in a chair you know what I mean (laughs) watching and so um that was awesome and that was pretty new into getting into theater in Spartanburg and that sort of things I maybe was just like a sophomore I think in college at that time so that was definitely a highlight and then probably when I moved to Atlanta though it was very hard and I doubted myself all the years that I was there. I think it, when I am now back in South Carolina, looking back at my time in Atlanta, I consider it a highlight just because of the amount of things that I learned mm-hmm. about uh, myself and about the business. Yeah, just I, I, I feel like I I came away smarter mm-hmm. and better. For, I'm sure you did. I'm there. sure you are. I mean, it's funny. It's always hindsight's always queer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We look mm-hmm. back and can kind of say, Oh, that's what that was all about. Yeah. Gee, this is what I took away, especially when you, you when you bring it to a new project that mm-hmm. you're working on. You go, ah, oh, that's something that I gained that I can now bring to somebody else. And, yeah. And so you don't always see it clearly then. You mm-hmm. know? So yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So who are some of Asha Daniels' inspirations? What, what, what who do you you know look at or, or take some inspiration from, or or maybe some guidance from? Whoopi Goldberg. Hmm? Yeah. I love Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Um, and I think it started uh, probably, I mean, I probably started with Ghost because I'm sure that was probably the first movie I saw with her mm-hmm. in it. But then as I got older, The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. And I think just what she's done in life. And I feel like I've read a lot about other people's thoughts of her and how she's just overcome that mm-hmm. and not cared at all you know what I mean and she is just so authentic and unapologetically herself Mm -hmm. and I love that about her and to be just a black woman that is so successful and is not afraid to you know speak their mind about Mm -hmm. things that are happening in the world that's just an inspiration Mm -hmm. you know to me and I think I've just watched her all along you know in different roles and then on the view and even just her style Mm -hmm. you know she just I just want to be her (laughs) I want to be Whoopi um (laughs) But then also, and also probably Viola Davis, and I think probably for the same reasons, and more Viola Davis, because it just shows me that there's no real like time, you know what I mean? Like it happens when it happens right. for you. Sure. And we and have that's in our awesome. minds so often, we got to be at a certain point in a certain yes. whatever. And yeah, you're right. We yeah. have to be patient, I think, 
again, sometimes hindsight for that is 2022. Mm -hmm. You know, we go, oh, that's why I needed to, where I needed to be to get to this point to whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to see Black women on on screen and how much people love them and can love them. And I think it just gives all girls of color people in general but all women of color just some inspiration mm -hmm. and a little push sure mm -hmm. excellent mm -hmm. are there some other areas that you would like to pursue in the, in, the, in the i mean you're conquering a lot of them and you've got a lot of experience in a lot of them but there, is there some particular area that you'd like to focus more on or get more experience in in the realm of theater um i think eventually i might want to produce like mm -hmm. i've i've thought about having a theater eventually in life like later like maybe as my okay I'm good on acting I'm done directing you know mm -hmm. and produce my own shows mm -hmm. I think I'd like to do that but yeah I think but directing and acting I mean I, I'm, I think I'm an actor first mm -hmm. um, but I haven't gotten as many acting roles lately uh, well for years you know and so I but I've been getting a lot of directing and so I have I just enjoy where I am right now. Um, That's important. And kind of, yeah. Yeah. Important. yeah mm. And kind of just becoming a better director, like even with right now, like I just feel, I just feel better, you know, like mm -hmm. I just feel more, I feel more, I feel more relaxed in uh, what I'm doing as I've grown older. So I think I'm good right now, mm -hmm. but I do think eventually I would like to probably produce. All right. Very good. Mm. Good stuff. Well, let's talk about this show that you're currently directing, yeah. Terms of Endearment. Ooh, yes. Yes. And um, you're currently directing that for the Spartanburg Little Theater here mm -hmm. in Spartanburg. Yeah. So what's it about? What's the show about? It centers around a very opinionated mother and her daughter. And it's over the span of about 15 years. And it just kind of goes through their life. And they're a very close. Uh, they have a very close relationship, very close bond. And they talk on the phone every day. And so it's just about a story about um, love and their love together and love lost and love found in old age and at a new age and the inevitabilities of life happening. Um, and it just kind of takes you over that over the span of about 15 years with them. And what attracted you to this production? I watched this movie with my mom growing up. Wow, okay. And my mom is also an actor. Oh, okay. Um, and so I guess, let me, I'm going to pause because I want to go back a little bit. So that's sure. probably another highlight of okay. my, when I was in college, I directed this show called Hallelujah Girls. Oh, yeah. And my mom was in it. Oh, wow. I got to direct my mom. She drove what was up. that like? She, <laughs> she drove up, like I was in Spartanburg here and she, I'm from Columbia. So she drove up to rehearsals every night wow. and drove back. And it was, I mean, it was an amazing experience. She's a great, she's great. You know, it, she, did as, she take direction from her daughter? She did. She All did right. good. But there okay. were some times where I'm like writing notes. And I'm like, mama, you keep missing this entrance. <laughs> 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 but, but that was, so that was probably also a highlight. Yeah. But yeah. So um, I remember watching this movie with my mom. I remember her performing a scene in our living room from mm. this show. Uh, or from the movie and so I don't know why that that just kind of the story the movie stuck with me even mm -hmm. at that young age and oh, now of yeah. course as I grew as I got older I watched it again and of course it had all new meanings but I think it was just that it was just the connection that I had with it growing up mm. and I think that um, I have a very close relationship with my mom and there was a time where we talked on the phone every day and multiple mm. times a day and 
I think my mom is probably Aurora. And when I I started, when I told her I got the job directing this, she was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 I'll I'll be Aurora. I'll be Aurora. It's like, I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you to be Aurora. I'm just telling you. But like, you know, I think just that connection with it, um, just how how much my mom loves it. And um, I feel like that was just like a bond that we've shared. And she may not even know that we shared that bond. But when when I watch that movie and think about the movie, and think about their relationship. I I make the connection between my mom and Aurora and Emma. Mm, oh, mm. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this play is based on a book and, of course, the famous movie. And that movie was from, it was 1983. Mm-hmm. The movie came out and it took on the Oscar that year and it just, it's, it's won tons of awards yeah. for everyone involved with it. What are some of the challenges of, taking on a project that's based on such popular famous material that everybody knows yeah it's it is challenging because like i saw it that way and so i feel like that way is the the right way mm-hmm. um and so that is just one of the main challenges mm-hmm. but i think going into this the um playwright dan gordon he did a beautiful job with the the adaptation uh, yes adaptation i don't know why i couldn't think of that word um and so that helped a lot so Mm. it was almost it's the exact it's the same story but there is like a little bit different it just pulls out different moments that um are different from the movie which helped Mm. but they're at the same time the movie is a classic and so Mm. there are were some things that people will remember very vividly from the movie and will expect and so I tried to um, also kind of highlight some of those uh, moments that because there are some lines that are exact Mm. and that sort of thing. So I tried to stay true to that Mm. because it was done before and it was done beautifully before. And so, you know, I'm not trying to make it a whole new a whole new thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of like gave the actors their freedom and I didn't if they hadn't already seen the movie, I told them don't see the movie yet. You know what I mean? In the process, because I don't want you to be Shirley MacLaine Mm. or you will never be, you know, you'll never be able to, you know, do Shirley MacLaine. You'll never be able to do Deborah Winger. So I just kind of let them have their freedom. But then the moments that I did want to keep true to the movie, I kind of just was a little bit more specific in direction Mm. and not getting them to do the same as the actors in the movie, but just to have that same intensity and have just kind of pull out the real truth in that moment, which is what I felt was happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would think that's a huge challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. to, to do something that is so specific and mm-hmm. people are going to have certain expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, it should also be mentioned that this is the <clears throat> South Carolina state premiere of this stage adaptation so that's exciting we're the first in the state to do this is it a fairly new adaptation it is pretty new yeah what do you hope audiences will take away from this so i want the audience to just watch the show for what it is for the story that it is and just to like take advantage of the time that you have with each other Mm. and the and take advantage of the love that is around you and to just keep going, keep pushing to like pursue harder and love deeper and mm. to like hold tighter just because you just you just don't know. You don't know what's next. And there are inevitabilities in life that mm. will happen. So you just want to take advantage of the time that you have that yeah. you have with each other. It's a very good message. 
So what's up next for you, Asha? Do you have anything coming up? What's on the horizon? Yeah. yeah. I do. Oh, she can't tell. I don't know if I can she tell. She can't tell. Oh, okay. I don't know. She Top secret. <laughs> I, have, well, I will be working at another theater soon in May mm-hmm. that is in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. Um, and I'll be assistant directing, but nice. I won't say what it is yet because I don't know if I'm allowed to say okay, it. Okay, fair enough. Fair All right. Enough. So, um, but that is that's coming up in May, and then I will be back here at Spartanburg Youth Theater in December doing their Christmas show. Awesome! Nice. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Well, keep us posted on I all will. this. Very I will. Exciting. I will. Well, I'm afraid we have to let you go because you're about to run your it's your rehearsal. Week. It's yeah. Tech Week. It's tech Week. You know, tech week goes the last. <laughs> it's exhausting and all Mm -hmm. that but it's necessary yes absolutely thank you so much for letting us steal some time and and chat with you about this it's great to catch up yeah Yeah. looking forward to seeing it i really am yeah Yeah. hey thanks guys thanks for excited yeah Yeah, thanks for being here and always good to catch up of course of course see ya That was fun catching up with mm-hmm. Asha. I always enjoy the catch up, you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't get to sit down with people very often, and this really makes you do it. And mm-hmm. and it just lets you fill in the blanks after some time passed. So yes. it's really cool to do. Yeah, I yes. really enjoy that. Yeah. And I haven't seen her in ages, so it's been... Yeah. I guess I haven't either. I mean, yeah. I... Uh, I guess probably a year or a year or so. Right. I mean, I knew when she came back to town, so but I really haven't had a chance to really catch her. Right. You know, catch her on the way and go, "Hey, how you doing?" Where yeah. you been? And, you know, that that's what it's been for me. I, yeah. I bumped into her at a show once, right. and, yeah. you know, but we were going in to see the show, so we couldn't really <laughs> catch up. So yeah. this was great. Yeah, super. So let me run through the information about the show. Yeah. So Spartanburg Little Theater's Terms of Endearment opens this Friday at the Chapman Cultural Center in Spartanburg. It runs for two weekends. Friday, March 6th through Sunday, March 8th, and then Friday, March 13th through Sunday, March 15th. Friday and Saturday performances are at 8 p.m. and Sunday performances are at 3 p.m. Tickets are $20 for students, $24 for seniors, and $25 for adults. You can purchase through their website, SpartanburgLittleTheater.com, or call the box office at 864-542-ARTS. That's 864-542-2787. All right, excellent. 
And you can hear in the background a little bit, they're rehearsing, getting I things know. going. So maybe it hurt a little bit. So hopefully that draws <laughs> you in, right? <laughs> the acting is in full That's right. swing. That's right. <laughs> so I'll also mention, because Spartanburg Little Theater also has their eighth annual gala coming up. They do, and they do it upright. They do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, fun party. Really I've been. Fun party. I haven't been myself, but I've seen the pictures, and everybody kind of raves about it, and it's always a great theme and great food. And, yeah. and then they present, you know, uh, little teasers from what's coming next season. Yeah, they have like a little mini show. Yeah. So I can run through that information really Sounds quick good. if anybody's interested, and you should be because it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So the Spartanburg Little Theater's 8th Annual Gala and Season Reveal is coming up this month. It's on Thursday, March 26th, again at the Chapman Cultural Center. This year's theme is A Night at Studio 54. And guests are encouraged to come in cocktail attire with a touch of disco glam. Oh, there you go. That sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Be a disco ball. Go for it. Or one of the village people. <laughs> or one of the village people. Or Andy Warhol. There you go. Or any of those people. <laughs> These are always fun events. They are. So at 6.30, things will kick off with hors d'oeuvres, drinks, dancing, and a silent auction. Dancing, too. A little oh, bit of dancing. Okay. They, they, they pitch a tent. They use the lobby. Right. And they also usually pitch a tent out there in the quad. March, it should be getting beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, it should be nice weather. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully no, no yeah. precipitation that oh day. Gosh, yeah. But yeah, they do it. <laughs> Right. And um, you can bid on, they have assorted things for the silent auction, uh -huh. different, sometimes they're like adventures or tickets to shows or artwork or jewelry or all kinds of stuff that you can, you can bid on. And of course, mm -hmm. this is a fundraiser for, sure. for the little theater as well. So it's a lot of fun. And then the dancing and the hors d'oeuvres and the drinks and just socializing and having a good time. So that kicks off at 630 on the Thursday, March 26th. And then uh, at 7.30, they open the house, and at 8 o'clock, you um, can see their little show. They have mm -hmm. this little presentation. They usually have singers singing songs from the musical numbers. Right. Uh, musical numbers from... What am I trying to say? They usually songs have, from the shows. Um, they're, they're gonna from, go. yeah, yeah, there you those go. Shows are going to throw out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> so I mean, and last year, let's see, last year I went, and yeah, they had they had musical numbers from the shows that, mm -hmm. the, from the musical shows they're going to do, and then they did some scenes and some little bits oh, okay. and bits and pieces right. from from the non-musicals from right. the plays. So a lot of fun. You get a little, little show, and you know, there's always some jokes and and Jay's up there, the artistic director of the little theater, and and he's welcoming everyone and. And they also give out some awards right. for volunteers and just different things. Yeah, so cool. it's it's a nice little presentation. So that's a lot of fun. That's coming out March 26th. If you're interested in coming, tickets are $50, and they can be purchased through their website, SpartanburgLittleTheater.com, or you can call 864-585-8278. And I believe that's the Little Theater's office, so you don't call the box office for right. that. Box office, you can call for show tickets, right. but for the gala event, you need to talk to the little theater people, right. not the box office. The little theater people. The little theater people. <laughs> Does that mean they're little people? No, they're, they're, no. They're, they're fabulous people, and they do really big theater that's right. for the little theater. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that should be a great night out. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. So check it out. Yeah. And follow. Hello there, theater people. We hope you are enjoying spending time in the green room. Want to stay updated? Like and follow Thespis in the Green Room on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Thespis G. That's at sign Thespis G, T-H-E-S-P-I-S-G. 
Want to support Thespis in the Green Room? If you like what you're hearing and want to encourage us to continue conversations in the Green Room, you can become a patron of the show. Visit our Patreon page. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Thespis G. And donate today. No amount is too small and every little bit helps. Patrons will receive special content and audio extras through our Patreon page. Check it out at patreon.com slash thespisg. Good night and thank you, whoever. We are grateful you found her a spot on the sound radio. We'll think of you every time she... Special thanks to Dick Stevens of Stevens Magic and Fun. He can be found on Facebook at Stevens Magic and Fun. Thespis in the Green Room is a Courageous Crossings production. Music used in this podcast is licensed by ASCAP and BMI. So long, farewell, I'll keep you saying adieu, 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 to your and your and your. Well, Bruce, I think that's about it for us today. I, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to catch up as usual, Melody. Of course. And we'll look forward to the next one. Yes, indeed. Alrighty. Bye. See ya.